What's up? This is Dominique Bomonte, and you are listening to Season with Salt, the podcast. bodies are really complex systems that for our entire lives work to manage what we put in it. How did this random thought come to my mind? Without being too gross. I was thinking about, well, I asked Siri. I asked Siri how long it takes to digest food. And actually Siri sent me to this article that talked about uh, the large intestine and the small intestine and it can take anywhere from 24 to 72 hours. But then I came across um, something that I thought was interesting. Uh, it, uh, the part of this article that I found talked about how it's really difficult to talk about, it's really difficult to project how long it takes for food to digest in a person's system because not only uh, does that have to do with the type of food that's being digested, it has to do with the way that the person lives. So, I got this from uh, Greatest.com, and here's what it says. It says, on average, the process takes 24 to 72 hours, but how long it takes for your body to digest food will depend on the following factors. What you eat, how much you eat, if you have any digestive system issues, your metabolism, and your activity level. So in other words, we can be doubly incriminating, doubly, uh, we can be treating ourselves poorly in multiple ways as a result of one decision. So, first, it matters what you put into your body, and then it matters what you do with your body in order to manage or to assist your body with managing what you put in your body. So, Quite naturally, I started thinking about that, like beyond science, right? Beyond the small and large intestine. And I started thinking about like our mental health, thinking about um, the ways in which we invest in our own self. And you know, there's that old saying, I think I'm going to call this podcast episode, you really are what you eat. Because people say you are what you eat, or somebody said that, right? And ultimately, 
we're not just what we eat, but we are the product of how we live after we eat it. So the intentionality that I'm thinking about as a result of this epiphany is what am I taking into my space? And my space can be defined as my heart, my mind, my spirit, my physical space, the places that I take my body to, the places that my body has to go, the places that I believe my body has to go for the purposes of survival. Like, what am I exposing myself to? Like, what am I exposing my heart to? The Bible says that we have to guard our hearts. And even an omnipotent and all-knowing and loving God, even though He could guard our hearts for us, He empowers us with the tools to protect ourselves from certain things that we might expose ourselves to, right? This morning, um, I was listening to a... Well, actually, I was on the Bible app, and... One of the clans that I am listening to on the Bible app is centered around social media. And the clan, I'll tell you what it's called, is called Social Sanity in an Insta World. One of the days of the plan really the woman who was narrating the discussion said something very interesting. She said, sometimes we manage social media by like determining how long we'll be on it and how long and taking breaks from it and certain like things like that. And she proposed this idea of rather than managing social media from a deficit model, right? Like I'm gonna get off for three days. Thinking about what it is that you can be doing to pour into your own health, and I mean that by spiritual, mental, physical, what you can be doing to pour into your own health uh, in a more proactive way, uh, rather than the deficit model of having to remove yourself from something, because if you get into the work of trying to stop yourself from doing something, it takes a lot of time away from training yourself to start doing something. So this plan, this woman in the plan, she said, you know, see the word of God as an opportunity to build yourself up, to feed yourself. And that's, I think, that's what the word does, right? It centers you in a way that sometimes is difficult to regress, right? Like you read the word, you hide the word in your heart, the word becomes a lamp into your feet, you know what the word says, you memorized it, you got it in your heart and your mind. And the more you expose yourself to the word, the more it's difficult for you to regress into areas for which you shouldn't regress back to. And when you are positioned with the opportunity to do that, you remember, you recall his word. So, whether you're a Bible reader, a Jesus lover, or just somebody who is quote unquote spiritual and finding yourself 
it's really important to take some inventory about what you expose yourself to. Uh, last year, the year before, I started going to um, a bathhouse kind of setup uh, here in the city where I live in. And the place is really serene and quiet. One of the things that sets the atmosphere for that is they do not allow you to take your phone outside of the locker room. And in addition to that, you have to put your phone on silent. So it sets this atmosphere where you have to be intentional about what you're going to do with the time that you have that can't be centered around your phone. And initially that was very difficult for me. Literally, I would be there and if I was alert and not like doing some mental resting or taking a nap or whatever, I would be thinking about a call that I might be missing or something that I might be happening on social media that I don't have access to. And what I realized is I was wasting time, right? I was wasting money because I was spending money to achieve serenity, rest, and wellness. But during the time for which I was supposed to be achieving serenity, wealth, health, and wellness, I was thinking about the things that got me to the place where I needed that. So this even goes beyond what we expose ourselves to. It also includes what we do in that exposure, right? And so I had to reevaluate even what I decided to do. So I had to go in with some intention. Like I'm gonna think through an idea in the time that I'm at the bathhouse today. I'm going to think about people that I haven't been in contact with. And my mind's always busy. Like I gotta be doing something. I gotta have a project or an activity. And right now I got like six of them. So I really don't, really should be going and just pursuing wellness. But. Yeah, so just like our body has to work on what we put in it to keep us healthy, we too have to do that same work for our mental health. And some of it has to do with purging and redirecting energy and re-evaluating the people that we're around, re-establishing uh, boundaries, healthy friendships with people, knowing when to talk to people, knowing what triggers you. There are all these different things that we can do to protect our heart and our mind if we want to. And it starts with accepting that challenge to be the best for ourselves, to ourselves. Um, and I think sometimes we neglect that. I think sometimes we make our health and wellness other people's responsibility. 
we got to wait until somebody buys us a spa trip or invites us to a mani and a pedicure activity. And our health and wellness is our responsibility. And it starts with what we put in our mouth. And if you're like me, you're in a constant flurry of thoughts around how what I've eaten impacts how I think about myself, right? And not in a way that I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom and throw up. More so in a way of like even the negative self-talk that comes as a result of not being skinny or not being short or having a certain body type. Like, if I'm really disabled by that, I can do something about it when I'm positioned to make decisions about my own body. And um, I, there's a gentleman that works in our building. He owns a company upstairs uh, where I work. And I noticed that he'd been walking around the building a lot. Sometimes I walk around the building and so I'll see him. But in the morning, I'll see him walking around the building. And... Um, he happened to be walking through the building and you know sometimes it's very awkward to make small talk with people so I can't remember what I said but I said something about getting your workout on huh getting your steps in and he said that yes I do walking here I go to the gym and I play a little basketball at night and he said the reason why I do that is because I want to earn the opportunity to have a beer that was interesting that his and I know he was probably being facetious to an extent but we know what the beer does to the gut but uh, it made me think about this idea of investing in your physical health because of what it brings you and for him, it was the opportunity to drink beer guilt-free. For some of us, it might be feeling better about ourselves, fitting into an old suit or dress, um, whatever that might be, right? Like the possibility of something, of looking forward to something is really powerful. So, you know, what are you motivated to do as a result of what you have heard? For me, I was on my way to get coffee and I had this thought about, like, I'm getting ready to put food and beverage in my body that my body has to figure out what to do with. And so it behooves me to make a better decision. I'm going to get my coffee but I might get something green instead of something chocolate. Um, that's all I had to say, y'all. I just thought, you know what? I'm going to just start podcasting more, and I'm going to make it more impromptu so that I'm not like, I got a plan. Planning is good, but I live a life where everything is so planned that sometimes you just need to be able to share what you're thinking when you start thinking it. I pray that you have a good day. 
I want to say a word of prayer. Father, we just thank you for this privilege and opportunity to share with those who will listen. I pray that those that need to hear this will, as a result of listening to the Season with Salt podcast, I pray your divine blessing over those who will make decisions about what they put in their body, what they expose themselves to. And I pray, God, that you would bless us as a result of our centering you and your word in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Season with soul, with soul.